JD Talking Sports. It is Monday, September 7th, 2020. DeAndre Baker will be let go. If he's not let go by 4 p.m. tomorrow, they have to pay him $57,000 in salary. So he's gone. He's no longer a giant. They said he didn't read his. He wasn't good at reading the game plans. He got chewed out by Pat Shermer, the coach at the time. Loafed on the field. Loafed everywhere. He doesn't have to loaf anymore. He's done. End of story. Did you watch Serena today? Serena freaking 100 wins on Arthur Ashe. No one. You know who's second on the list? It's freaking Federer. And Federer freaking... 177. Think about that. Serena, 100 wins on Arthur Ashe court, court. The second most is goddamn Federer with only 100. That's amazing. America's game. Wednesday night, you're going to better watch the Chiefs They're for their winning the championship last year. I also saw Peter King has the Bucks 30-26 to 26 over the Ravens. He doesn't even have the Chiefs making the AFC title game. Which I know, you know, that's Harris also thinks that the Bucks are going to go all the way. Did he have him winning? Maybe he did. I got to go through this because I have until Thursday to decide, and that's only two days away. So, yeah, Serena beat the girl from, from uh, Greece, whose name freaking escapes me right now. But she won the first set, then she lost the tiebreaker in the second set. And then I was like, oh, shit, this is, this is not going. Because she just played a week ago, and she lost 6-1 in the third set. She said she wasn't thinking about it. She said it she actually is more – it was easier without fans. It's more nerve-wracking when she's playing in front of – when she's playing with in front of fans than no fans. 98-2 and two after winning the first set, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah, she beat today – she beat the girl from – from Greece, whose name I had written down, and oh yeah. She, she, so she's next has, she's gonna play against uh, Parankova. Both of them are new moms, will have young infants. She can meet Osaka in the finals. 53rd Grand Slam quarter, quarterfinals. She's tied with Martina Navratilova, but she is one behind Chrissy Everett, who Chrissy Everett is tough. I can't stay watching her, it's, it's painful. It is painful to watch her on television. It's, oof. NHL 2,534 tests for COVID, zero positives. The Mets, if they won today, they would have moved one and a half games within uh, within the Phillies for the second place automatic playoff berth. The Marlins are between the two teams. They were down 6-0. They took a 7-6 lead and ended up losing 9-8 in extras. But it was not because of Diaz. Castro came in a pitch, and that was the end of that. I do like the guy in second base. I've said that before. And I was talking about Lou Brock had been traded. They said it was one of the worst trades ever in baseball when he got traded to the Cardinals, where he ended up having a Hall of Fame career, finished second all-time in steals, was actually was a leader until Ricky Henderson beat him. Well, the story about there were five blacks on the Cubs at the time that he was, this was 64, and fans, season ticket holders were saying, are we becoming the Kansas City Monarchs? Which led them to trade Brock for a pitcher who didn't even last a year, which they still call one of the most lopsided trades ever in Major League Baseball history. And also, this was, I, who did I read? The, uh, Buck O'Neill was, I read this through Buck O'Neill. Buck O'Neill talked about it. He's passed, but someone posted it on Twitter. And also, they had promised that Ernie Banks and Billy, ha- Billy Williams, you know, they said, hey, you know, we're playing. We want to pay for our kids, you know, college education. And they said, well, don't worry about that. Wrigley, the owner, said, we are going to give you guys a... Your kids will be taken care of. We'll give them scholarships. And they years later, they joked about it because the scholarship never came through. Because I saw that, what the hell is his name? 
the one of the baseball guys was talking about how Brock played more than 300 games with the Cubs and the Cardinals, their big rivals. And I said, did anybody bring up that, you know, Lou Brock was basically traded because they had too many blacks in the baseball team? Of course he didn't. Yeah, uh, Buster Olney did not respond to me. And I was like, all right, well. But other people did, and so what I wrote. And Rizzo, for the Nationals, I thought it was a joke when I read it. He had no mask on. He was up in a box, and they kicked out the ump said he'd been talking the whole game, Joe West, and said, you're out of here. And he said, even if it was Donald Trump, I'd eject him too, but I'd still vote for him. I guess he had to put it in there. And he was saying, Rizzo was saying how brutal on Sunday the umpiring was, and he was kicked out from, and the guy stopped the game. Joe West was like, well, until he leaves and gets security, he wanted security to take the guy away, to Rizzo away. There's nobody in the goddamn freaking stadium. I was like, are you, are you freaking kidding me? Really? I, I just thought that was hilarious. And Ein Eagle said on when the signing of Steve Nash, he goes, let me take you back to Wednesday night around 10 p.m. So Eagle gets a call from somebody who's in the league. They told him, keep an eye on Steve Nash for the Nets. He laughed. He goes, I laughed out loud initially. Yeah, great. That was it. And bam, they signed him. I mean, no one knew. Talk about that, keeping that all. And the Lakers went up 2-0 yesterday. Jesus. Lightning are up 3-1. They scored like a couple seconds in the game. The the Islanders tied at 1-1. Now it's 3-1 already. The Raptors scored 11 points in the first quarter, which was the, the Sports Radar is a site on Twitter that analyzes games. They only go back since 91. It tied for the lowest point total in a quarter in a second in a second round series or later. Second time only it's happened since 1991 because that's when they started doing it. They were down by 27 at the half, the Raptors tonight. And the Celtics, the only bigger lead at halftime was game one of the 85 finals against the freaking Lakers when they were up by 30. And that doesn't bode well for them. So I think they just finished three quarters, and actually the game is a little closer than... Oh, yeah, B, yeah BYU is playing... I, I want to watch some of that game. BYU is playing... BYU is up on Navy 7 nothing with seven and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Yeah, the Celtics are only up by 24 at the end of three. Scary. Raptors, I mean, they came back to tie two. Now they they got to win every. They got to win the next two. But the thing is, there's a real no, no no really home court advantage in the bubble. We'll see how that works out. I'm still shocked over the freaking Bucks last night. Yankees are up five two in the fifth. Aaron Hicks says, you know, hey, we need a game to bust out of here. Luke Foyd has a home run. Clint Frazier has a double. Andujar has a home run, and Hicks has a home run. Hicks, you know, Hicks hasn't been hitting that well either. So the Yankees are up, and Montgomery went three in the third innings. I don't know what happened. Jonathan Holder's been in since then. It's the top of the fifth. The Yankees are up 5-2. They need this win. They're still a wild card team. They're going to make the playoffs, but it'd be better to make it as the freaking the one, top two seed. Well, it really doesn't matter. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to have to go over the whole playoff thing once we get closer because basically it's a whole – yeah. And, hey, last week I want to thank everybody. JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe on iTunes. Rate me on iTunes. Last week, I had 434 downloads of my show, which makes me ecstatic. And I want to thank everybody out there for that. But how about that? And also, I just saw Pune Sewell, the offensive lineman out of Oregon, who was going to be, the, they have him third pick in the draft, basically behind Lawrence and, oh my God, the Iowa State quarterback, whose name is I'm blanking on right now. Probably number two, I would think, yeah. Justin Fields. So Justin Fields, Lawrence, Fields, and then 
Pune Pune Sewell. He opted out of the draft. I'm not shocked about that. I saw Super Bowl odds. It's the Chiefs, Ravens, and Niners, the top three. I guess we'll see how that all works out. But think about this. In the last, since 92-93, so you're talking the last 27 years, there have been three repeat champions. You have the Cowboys, 92-93, the Broncos, 97-98, and the Pats, the most recent, 2003-2004. So you're talking three repeat champions the last 27 years. I don't know how that's going to work out, but... That's the Chiefs have a lot going, a lot ahead of them. We'll see how that works out. And the freaking Saints wanted Clowney. Clowney's going to wear number 99 with the Titans. That they wanted, they wanted him to get signed by the Browns. There was an X team, but they said it was the Browns. And the Browns would pay $5 million. Then the Browns would trade him to the Saints. Saints would take $10 million of the salary. Browns would get players in the five. But that, so basically, the Browns were going to were going to get him and immediately trade him to the Saints, but the league wasn't going to lie. You can't just get a player and then immediately trade him to another team for basically cash, which is what they did with uh, the quarterback a couple of years ago, uh, Brock. What was his name? Brock Brock Osweiler. They did it with him a couple of years ago. Basically, they signed him for like sixteen million dollars. They basically just took him and they got some draft picks. And. They weren't going to let it. And also, the Jags were going to do it and give give and, and trade him immediately to the Ravens. So imagine that. So the Titans get him. One year, another another show-me deal for Clowney. But Clowney's like getting paid every year, so it doesn't matter. Fitzpatrick is going to start work week one versus the, versus the Pats. And two is going to be the backup. I don't think that's going to be very long. I like this. Peter DeBoer. So last night, the Golden Knights lost one nothing to the Dallas Stars. I love coaches because he said, we got to get, we got what we deserved. We didn't play hard enough for long enough tonight. To, that's it. We didn't play hard enough for long enough tonight. We didn't get the job done. We sucked. We stunk it up. End of story. Done. Another day. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, so the Lakers are 2-0 in, Mamba, in the Black Mamba jerseys. They won They won 117-109 last night in Game 2. They're now 16-1 when Anthony Davis and LeBron score 60 points, including the playoffs. That's the second best duo in NBA history. Only duo better is Kobe and Shaq in 2000 when they won the title. Wow. So Shaq and Kobe combined for, yeah, that's good. And the NBA sent a memo to teams alerting medical staffs to be aware of increased risk of blood clotting, which can result in venous uh, thromboembolism associated with COVID-19, which I didn't know about. I was like, that's scary. And then, you know, I was reading about the Jets. So the Sam Darnold wants to improve all facets of his game. But completion percentage, you know, they talk about, especially, you know, completion percentage. And Manish Mehta put that Derek Carr was last year second in, second in completion percentage. He went 7-9. Mahomes was 11th. He went 11-3. Rodgers was 21st. They went 13-3. Brady was 27th. They went 12-4. And, and Josh Allen was 32nd. They went 10-6. They had good all-around teams. Now, they usually they want yards per attempt. That's what they're more concerned about, that he's getting the ball down the field. And if he's getting a higher completion percentage, but he's dumping the ball off, it doesn't matter. Douglas thinks he has the players, put the players around him to succeed. I don't agree with that. And he said it's kind of weird to go from, go right into the regular season without playing any preseason games. I agree, but we'll see how that goes. So right now, the I guess Perriman is improving every day. That's what Gay says. You have, uh, so Dante Moncrief is now in the practice squad, and you got Mims, Crowder, Hogan, Berrios, 
They're, Hogan is going to start in front of Mims because Mims has a hamstring problem, but Mims will play this season, hopefully. And, you know, also, Douglas won't say what he considers a successful season, but most of all, you win a trophy, you've had a good year. That's what every team says. And anything's better than last year. I mean, were they 7-9? Which, you know, cost some draft picks. And he says, low expectations, you know, that these aren't household names, but they're good football players. Uh, you got to do it for Sammy. Yeah, he said, cutting Jonathan Harris was an excruciating conversation. Didn't close the door and never turning. Got to get him back for Sammy. Darnold. Darnold loved him. Loved him. You know, he says he has the right players available. You know, oh, and, and I love how they don't spend the money in the cap. But they're like, you know, there's a percentage. I think they have to use more of the percentage of the cap money. And the players should get more money because they sit in this every goddamn year and then they don't spend it every year. And where does the money go? It just keeps rolling over. I think if you have that money, you should have to spend the money and spend it on the goddamn players. They're the one playing the goddamn games that we're saving it for the thesis. We're playing it for the future. They don't know what the cap's going to be next year. Bullshit. I'm tired of hearing every year you're playing it for the future. You know what, guys? Let's get the team playing now. They're a six and a half point underdog to the freaking Bills. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. Yeah, the playoffs realistic. Adam Gay says, we got a lot of time between now and the end of the season. We're focused on being where our feet are. Okay, right, sure. Okay, okay. But he's happy with the... He's happy with the uh, offensive line, Joe Douglas. We'll see how that works out. Joe Judge, I love what he said. He said that the bad football in September every year, he said, don't know if there will be more bad football than ever this season given the lack of any preseason games. They also did their depth chart. I saw the, the Jets. And the, the Jets really don't do one. They have an unofficial one. But I didn't see any names that I didn't. I mean, Logan's going to be a backup right now to Julian Love because, you know, he just got the book. But that should change. You have Nick Gates as the starting center. Number four overall pick, Andrew Thomas, the starting left tackle. Third-year man, Devontae Downs is the starting linebacker. Alongside Blake Martinez, Carter, and Oshani. Uh, Zamines are slotted to top edge rushers ahead of veterans Marcus Golden and Kyler Fackrell. Rookie corner Darnay Holmes and wide, wide out Darius Slater listed as the top kick returners. Golden Tate and Jabril Peppers are the top two punt returners. I don't like either of those guys. I don't want them to get hurt. I don't want Darius Slater to get hurt. I really don't. I get nervous about that shit. But what do I know? Yeah, unbelievable. And uh, Super Bowl has been won by a team with a first round bye. For seven straight years. So that's interesting. So the last Giants of the 2007, the Packers of 2010 were low seeds that run, ran the table on the road to win the Super Bowl. So it could happen again. And Tampa could be the first team ever to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. We'll see how that works out. But Tampa has to win at Seattle, Dallas, and New Orleans in a 15 day, 15 day span. 10 years ago, Green, Green Bay had to win at Philly, Atlanta, and Chicago, the top three seeds in 15 days. Yeah, yeah. Bucks haven't been in the playoffs in 13 years, but I think things will change. I think that for the Pats, Josh, Josh Yushe uh, out of Michigan could be a guy who could be the rookie of the year. He could have that big a year. Yeah, Ushe. I'm sorry, Ushe. He could be the guy that could have like uh, Kyle Van. He could have a big year like Kyle Van Noy did last year, which was the best season of his life. So we'll see how that works out with the Pats. There'll be a lot of Texan players on the seven uh, Texan players represented on 17 sidelines. I looked that up. So I was asking my cousin Hal about uh, who is this? Uh, Malcolm Roach. 
went undrafted, he is going to he made the team and he signed with New Orleans as a free agent. He's going to he's going to play this season. He made the fifty three man roster. I thought that, I thought that was pretty freaking cool. And Kaepernick, you know, bullshit. There was nothing. Mike Florio fo- football pro football talk. There was fake interest expressed immediately after George Floyd's death, seemingly out of guilt. There's been zero interest expressed to Kaepernick in months. And I'm thinking, if he really wanted to play, Moon went to the Warren Moon first started the CFL. Flutie went to the CFL. There's quarterbacks now. Uh, there's that kid out of Goddamn, where's that? There's that kid out of out of Oregon a couple years ago. I look at a I look at some CFL rosters, and there's guys who didn't make it over here and went over here and played. And I think right now could take not a place since 2016 and training all this shit. He could be playing the CFL. I don't understand. Dude, it's playing. It's, it's, if there's playing and not playing, I'd rather play. And I saw that uh, Marcus Mariota was put on the IL, which is only for three weeks. So Nathan Peterman is the backup for Derek Carr week one. And French Open going to have fans, about 5,000 in, in three of the stadiums and 1,500 in another. And Big 12... The commission, Bob, Bob Bowles, Bowlesby, said the league office was the first to consider using conference-centric loans to help mitigate financial losses, considered private equity firms, investment banks, but schools declined, decided against it. And I thought, you know, get loan sharks. But loan sharks usually break bones if you don't pay them right away. But they were looking for any way to save money. Hey, listen, BYU and freaking... Yeah, yeah, he put it on uh, Harris, and he said they scored two goals right away. But Serena today, man... Michigan was pacing back and forth. I go, you, she goes, this is so tense. It's so tense to watch this stuff. So tense. Yeah, crazy. And how about, so the Rock, uh, Rockets lost on site to the Lakers. So the Rockets outscored them 41-23 in the third, and the Lakers outscored the Rockets 27-17 in the fourth. And Rajon Rondo, shooters were 11, 15, 11 for 15, shooting 28 points off passes from Rajon Rondo. You don't think that helped them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it helped them a lot. Yeah, Frank Gore said he shed a tear when his son made his debut for Southern Miss against South Alabama. And Southern Miss's coach, Jay Hobson, resigned after one game, I guess after the South Alabama loss, which was never has been good forever, that they said, you know, we've had enough of you. He's gone. Uh, Joe Douglas is excited for five quarterbacks. I only want one to play this whole season. That's all I want. And I read that Logan Ryan begged for an iPod and has been studying for 20 hours a day. Paul... Schwartz said that up from the New York Post. And he said this was the only place that they really believed in him. Give him a long-term deal, I said. I guess, if, you know, if that could happen, it would be nice. Yeah, that, that, it would be nice. I don't think it's going to happen. Patrick Beverly was fined 25000 for verbally abusing refs in Game 2. And I saw that Jokic hurt his hand, his wrist, because he freaking slammed it against Patrick Beverly's head. And now he's going to be okay to play today. So thank God for that. I mean, I'm like, ooh, I was hoping he wasn't going to miss any time. Dustin Colquitt, the longtime Chiefs funder, signed a one-year deal with the Steelers. Uh, Gary Sanchez was benched again today. Giannis, they said his condition hasn't improved. He's probably going to be out another. He's not going to probably play game five. We'll see how that works. And Navy versus BYU is the first time two Polynesian head coaches coaching against each other. You got Kalani Sataki for BYU and Ken Niomatalolo. Niyo Matalolo. He also, how about that? I can't say that three times fast, but that was kind of cool. So they both ended up coaching against each other today, which it was 7 nothing BYU when I last checked. But I had something else. Yeah, and uh, Beretti lost. So his friend it was outside 
watching the match today. He lost 4-6-6-3-6-3-6-3 to Audrey Rublev. But the thing was, after the match was done, uh, Beretti kind of looked back at Rublev's coaches and was like, I guess they said some shit because he was saying some shit back. And I was like, you know, I could see, I could see uh, Beretti going to the freaking stands and uh, going a couple rounds with those guys. He looked kind of pissed off. He looked very pissed off, as a matter of fact. So I don't know. So Yankees are up 5-2. Mets lost. And there's also, you know, I was looking for, he was playing tonight. Yeah, Jokic active for game three. But I was trying to look at the tennis scores, which, of course, ESPN doesn't do a good job of showing. Yeah, Yankees, Tiafo was going against Medvedev. Oh, BYU's up 14 nothing, 347 left in the first quarter. Celtics are up by 20 with 652 left in the game. And I was trying to find some tennis. Why did why do they not have tennis, man? It's one of the other? Yeah. Seymour. Yeah. Ugh. So the women's tennis. Yeah, I'm trying to find men. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so Tiafo's down two sets already. And he's losing 2 nothing in the third. So Dominic Time is, he won in four sets today. No, he won in three sets today. And this guy, D- D- Demeanor, from Australia. Dude, first of all, he looks like, from Flushed Away, the movie, he looks like a rodent. And he's got a Hitler mustache. I'm like, dude, what's with the Hitler mustache? I know Jordan had for, it's this, it looks like a Hitler mustache. I'm like, dude, get rid of the fucking mustache. They're to, to, still talking about Djokovic. I'm like, dude, it's over. You know, he's, you know, he fucked up. He shouldn't have done it. End of story. It's unbelievable. And Tredavious White said he's going to help out a lot of family members who helped him out coming along. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's all I got for today, folks. Yeah. Taylor Rooks says, reports Sergey Ibaka let Kyle, Rally, Kyle Lowry have it after getting a tech. Come on, man, we're losing. Yeah. Yeah, he's pissed. Listen, guys, don't unravel, man. We got we got more we got more we got more uh, basketball to play. You live for another play another day. All right. Trivia question for today. I know I was a little wound up today. All right. Last show's trivia question. What did Lamar Jackson do in his Monday Night Football debut that had never been done before? Five touchdown passes. I think it was against the Rams. Was it against the Rams? Or was it against the Jets? i got to check that out again. Okay, today's trivia question. Who has the most TD passes in Bengals franchise history? I'll give you, I'll give you an answer. He's not on the team anymore. Most TD passes in Bengals franchise history. All right, send my love to Mr. and Mrs. S. Michigan, my parents. Rhonda Harris, I'm sorry about the Islanders tonight, man. I know. Bill, school starts, I think, tomorrow, right? But it's all virtual. Saw James today, Big A. Everybody have a good night. Peace out, LG. Keep it cool, baby. Talk to you soon. Peace out. Congrats, Serena. On to the quarterfinals. <laughs>